Oh my goodness. Guys, we are having a vicious fight right now with everyone on our Twitch. Well, it's more so me and Matt Palmer are fighting yes. with each other and everyone else is also fighting with Matt Palmer. <laughs> Not everyone. There's one person on my side and we've someone kindly, we were just having a nice conversation on Twitch. Someone kindly brought up their, like, what are our favorite Girl Scout cookies and opinions were brought up. We'll talk about it later. But all I will say is if you think shortbread cookies are bad, it's because you don't have sophisticated palates. That's all I'm going to say. It's not that they're bad. It's just that they're useless. They're not useless. In my life. And also, have you ever heard of the word trefoil? It's a trefoil. That is what the shortbread Girl Scout cookie is called. Trefoils. Stay tuned. (laughs) Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Two Game Mats. It's Matt Palmer. It's Matt Steele. And we're here. And guys, it's been quite a week. It's been quite a day, but we're here together. We, we almost are, didn't make it. We almost didn't make it. Well, we, you almost didn't make it. <laughs> I did. was here on time. Yes, and today was the first day that we were really trying to stick to our uh, Twitch, Twitch stream, streaming schedule of doing 6.30 p.m. PST, mm-hmm. and uh, Matt Steele beat me back to my house. I was coming from a friend's house. I was at Jeff and Jean's playing with their baby Owen, and we just got back at 6.15 and did the Twitch go up right at 6.30 just by the skin of our teeth. Absolutely. It was 6.31. Hey. I did see the clock. It oh was my th- gosh. The one right when like, you know, we went live. But you know, I'm not going to fault you for that because you were the one hooking everything up and I, I was, was just sitting here just being like, want me to help? <laughs> I know. Jackson very kindly was like, what can we do? And then Matsu was like, oh yeah. <laughs> what can I do? And like a very I, fake I like, wanting to help. Let me turn way. on the light. So hey. the, the reason why I look really good right now is because I turned that light on. That's good. But we're happy to be back. We're happy to be back to the podcast. This has been quite a week in Matt Steele. Yes. How was your week? Has it been quite a week? I don't know. I, I, I don't I'm i trying to think back on what I did this week and it wasn't much. On I Monday, mean. I went to West Hollywood. Oh my gosh. Yes, because my friend Fernanda was in town as we talked oh, about last yes. week and uh, we, uh, I just like sat and I met my friend's new boyfriend, but okay. he gets really angry with when I call him a boyfriend, but like they've been dating for a, a several months. Wait, why point. would they? Because they have not have they not had the conversation. I don't or think something? they've had that conversation of oh. like being official or not and everything. And I, you know, I'm all about like a marathon, like talking moments mm. where like you date for months before you make things official yeah. and everything. Um, but it's very funny how I'm just like, oh, he's your boyfriend, and my friend's just like, he is not my boyfriend. Hey, I've been there. <laughs> I know the feeling. You do have to have the conversation. Everyone needs to be on the same page. So I respect. Yes, that. but his his future. I'll call him his future boyfriend. Okay, his future boyfriend <laughs> is also a chef, and so it's like, girl. You you better hop on that and put a ring on that right now because Truly. he is making you some delicacies. I want to hear his opinions on shortbread. Shortbread, uh, yes. He did also have the opinion that soup should only be eaten when it's cold outside, and that is a wrong opinion. I saw your um, tweet. I thought that was about someone you were on a date with. Oh no, 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 oh, no! Okay. I was, I was talking to the professional chef, and Got I was it. like, "Sir, I need to revoke whatever certification." Well, you, you have. and soup have a, an odd relationship. I like, eat, I eat soup multiple times every day. This is what I'm saying. That's not normal. I, so, but you know what? Look at how wonderful my life is. Your, your life is wonderful because of the soup. 
<laughs> Everyone should be more like me. Oh my um, god! I'm trying to think what else. I I believe I just told you. Remember that job, that production job that I had for Fitbit back in December? I'm starting that back up again. So wow. I had to do a couple things uh, this week to prepare for that. A crew um, member, Matt Steele. I know. Look at me. Oh I'm god. wearing cargo shorts in no time. Wow. With a car- <laughs> carabiner hooked on. It's really gonna be a look for you. I it really <laughs> can't is. wait to see that. Um, and what else? I'm trying to think. You go talk about what you did, and I'll think some more. I mean, okay, what did I do? Well, uh, I am finally all the way better. And so this weekend on Friday, Jackson and I celebrated Valentine's Day a bit late. We went around some haunts around our area. There is a mezcaleria, which is like mezcal is like a smokier version of tequila for the Matt Steels out there who don't drink. Uh, And so we went to that bar close by and then we went to a place called The Raymond, which is in Pasadena. And they have like good craft cocktails and uh, had a great dessert, a great cake moment. And so we did that. And then this weekend, uh, we also went to my friend Joe and Tim's house and uh, he they made pho all day because it was so cold. Oh, I love and pho. It was great. It was pho so would be great if it was hot as well. Oh, okay. Just letting you know. <laughs> I am not the chef that you need to be arguing this point with. Uh, and then today we went over to the west side to visit um, our friends Jeff and Jean and hung out with their kid Owen. We usually see them once a week, but usually while Owen's already asleep. So okay. it was a fun, it was very social. It was nice because there's not been a new variant popped up yet. Mm. And so it was like we can almost pretend things are back to normal and we're not sick again. So yes, I am not not sick. I got a COVID test yesterday for my uh, new, like the production job thing, yes. and I am negative. Congratulations! At this very moment, um, I also got a haircut. Ah, it looks great. Uh, thank you, thank you, Masood. Um, oh, Masood. Uh, yeah, can't think yeah. of anything. I, that's devastating. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever our lives become. I mean, sometimes the weeks are not as exciting and like, you know, drama filled as every other week and that's okay. I guess. I feel like maybe this podcast, if I think of something new I did during the week, I'll just pop in with something random. Because Lord knows that. there's no news either. <laughs> I mean, we're really getting people who've listened to the first for the first time. Is they're like, if you have nothing to talk about, why am I listening? So listen, we'll have something to say. We'll, we definitely will have something we to will. say. It might not be something that is super consequential to your lives or to the world, but right. it's something. It's It'll something be something. To say. And you know, we have to do this once a week because we got to give the people the tent. <laughs> oh my God, we have the, to do this the, once a week. The you know, rock and tent. So let's hop into News for Idiots, since that was such a great <laughs> advertisement for this podcast in general. Um, Matt Steele, yes. did you watch the SAG Awards? I sure did. How did you feel about them in general, and how did you feel about your king, Michael Keaton, uh. coming in from the bathroom? I just heard all about this. I did not watch the video, so please explain to me what occurred. He's just, a, he's well, he won because he's a king. Won for what? Was he in a movie? For a Dope Sick. Oh, yes. yes. My mom loves that show. Oh, good. Obviously because Michael fan. Keaton's amazing. Did she vote for him? I don't Is think she a, she's a SAG member. She should be. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get her in a television uh, show Mrs. Palmer, she's got the look. I mean, she's that's a star true. in the making. That's true. Um, But yeah, Michael Keaton won and uh, I think it was, was it Selma Hayek who was uh, announcing that the award? That sounds right. Yeah, and she was just like, anyone? No, no, no. When she was standing there and you were like oh is Michael Keaton not there I guess he's not there and then uh, all of a sudden you heard just like a clamor and then you see Michael Keaton run from the back and he just like rolled onto the stage he did oh, I dropped my phone um, uh, he just like did like a back roll onto the stage and it was just very cute and then he gave a wonderful speech about um, his nephew who passed away I believe Aww. you know from drugs and everything because the movie is or the miniseries deals with that and so it was wonderful and he's a king and he deserves every accolade he gets but no it was a a wonderful ceremony. Um, I it was exciting to see a big award ceremony again. Right. <laughs> like, happen. When. it's like, oh my god, this feels like normalcy. Like, this is so 
much fun and wonderful and will make no impact on the world. But damn it, I'm happy I'm watching it. Like that's what award ceremonies are for, guys. And I saw a picture of Lisa Kutro and Mira Sorvino together. Oh my god. And a little Romy Michelle reunion moment. That must have been exciting. Wearing their blue and pink little suits. Also, and they look amazing. They look amazing. And it's just like it just reminded people, oh yes, we need like a sequel to this. Honestly, if everything's right being now. rebooted. Oh my God. The millennials will tune in to whatever streaming platform that will pop up on. Uh, we had some very nice winners. Coda won uh, Best Ensemble, uh, which is very exciting. It's an ensemble of uh, mostly deaf actors. So obviously it was really wonderful seeing mm. that. Um, Troy Kotzer, who's phenomenal in Coda, won Best Supporting Actor. Jessica Chastain gave a little surprise win I saw for The that. Rise of Tammy Faye. And that was very exciting. And Do you so, think that ups her Oscar chances? Yes, it okay. does. I but the, still, I don't think there is a a front runner. I, mm. the, each person nominated has things that work for them and work against them. Um, so I truly have no idea who is going to win Best Leading Actress right. at the Oscars this year, which makes it very exciting. I mean, and they're so, coming up. Yeah, everyone mark your calendar. It's like three weeks from now, right? It's uh, March twenty seventh. Yeah, That's so crazy. we will be here on the podcast after the Oscars. Uh, yes. Happen. So tune also, in for that. Also, one note about Mira Sorvino that I feel like doesn't get discussed enough. As a Mariah fan, we all should know that uh, during filming of Wise Girls, mm-hmm. Mariah showed up <laughs> late very often, and there were rumors of a physical altercation between the two of them on set. Mira responded on Twitter one day and said, "You know, no hands were thrown. She did throw a salt shaker over my head. <laughs> you know." <laughs> At least it was over the head. It was. No one, and they seemed to be on very friendly terms when they were promoting the movie. They were very complimentary <laughs> of one another. But the idea that Mariah A was late every day, like duh. Yeah. Two, uh, the fact that she threw a salt shaker at Mira Sorvino at any point is just really iconic. And the yes, fact that Mary. it was over her head, it means that Mariah must have had like a cute little like. I mean, like but was a, a flick of the wrist. The question is, was she, she aiming for her head and went too high? Like that's really the cue. I mean, the thing is, if she was aiming at her head, that's bad. Yes, and she should not have done that. Right, obviously. But like, I like to think maybe she was aiming for just like mm, over the head. I want to scare her a little. Yeah, just a nice little <laughs> arch moment. I mean, Mariah v. Mira, uh, Mira I want to see it. Oh my God! It's fight. it's the next. Uh, they could be on verses together. Uh, they should. Isn't they should that, be. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to hear Mira's countless hits. <laughs> versus well, Mariah's. It'll, it'll be Mariah's music versus Mira's acting performances. Oh, all right. Yeah. What was she nominated for her Oscar for? She won the Oscar. Oh, excuse darling, me. I'm sorry. For Mighty Aphrodite. Okay. Best, best Supporting Actress, 1995. Oh, congrats to her. We all love Best Supporting Actress, 1995. I mean, Mira Sorvino. How do we not? Um, okay, so what else is going on this week? Um, okay, so every Britney Spears song got ranked by Rolling Stone. I heard it was a bad ranking. I heard it was a bad <laughs> ranking, too. And I, the thing is, I just want to go to the top ten. And I, I believe they put Toxic as number one. Sure. Which is like, sure, but like, I don't know that I would say it's number one. You know what I mean? Like, it's even though it's like her most culturally impactful, would you say it's her best song? I just feel like it's so everywhere that it's impossible to... But it's an understandable choice. It's understandable. Sure. The thing is with Toxic that I think is so great is that I believe I talked to you about this maybe on the podcast. Mm. Like, I was singing it in my head, you know, at work, and I remember thinking just like, there is no pop song you can compare this to. Just like sonically, like, you just can't compare anything else you've never heard it anything is very like unique it. it is very unique it was a giant 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 hit. Is, did i just see alien at alien 21, at 21. 
<laughs> you did. I'm trying to get to the top. No. It's really hard. Aliens at 21. No. And I you, don't hate Alien. you like Alien. I do like Alien. But you can agree that 21 is. It's high. I mean, I don't know that anything from Britney Jean should really count because how much was that her vocal versus my Work bitch should be up in Work there. bitch. <laughs> Work bitch. bitch. should be in the top But after 20. that, till the world ends 18, too high. Um... This is, I really hate the Rolling Stone site when they do this. I, boys. Boys. At 17. Too boys high. Is, boys is fun. Breathe on me. 16. Too low. <laughs> okay. Too low. Top. That's top four right there. Uh, heaven on Earth. Too high. Oh, you know I like Heaven on 15. Earth. 15. Womanizer 14. I, I think you and I are both in agreement at that Womanizer is a little overrated. Yeah. Great. But like people maybe give it a little too many Oops. flowers. 13. That's good. I maybe mm. would go higher. If you see Gamey 12. Too high. <laughs> like I mean am I being a bitch? If like, you see Gamey is great but like 12 is a lot. Stronger 11. I'd even go a little higher maybe. I oh, love really? I love Stronger. Stronger is nice. That's never been one of my favorites. Do you think 11 makes sense? Or do you think that's I too would high? Put it, I would put it lower. Wow. Give yeah. me more give 10. Give me more 10. Oh too low. Too low. <laughs> too low. Uh, every time every 9. Time I think that makes sense as far short. as for ballads. Oh I want to go. I want to go is excellent. I love I want to go. I do think eight might be a little high. Eight might be a little high, but I'm happy it's high. I love that song. Yes, it's, it's a, It really is a hit. And yes. it was a giant success. Yes. Um, what's all right? I'm a slave for you is number seven. Yes. Three is number six. That's a little high. That's a little high. A little know. high. Lucky number five. Oh, no. Lucky. <laughs> look, listen, we were all preteens loving Lucky being like, yeah, ooh, I love this song. But right. like. Out of her whole discography since then? No. No, 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 no. no. That should be nowhere near the top. Where's Get 40. Naked? Oh, I love Get Naked. There should be more album tracks. There needs here. to be more yeah. album tracks. Maybe for one Black more Out. time for. Too low. Too low. I agree. <laughs> if we're going to say like a really obvious, like everyone knows this Britney song and put it at number one, put Baby One More Time number one. Oh, well, yeah. But yeah. That's Baby a more fucking. Time like is. Toxic, I like, but Baby One More Time. How I Roll is number three. All right, that's a shock. I'm just... Uh, I uh, should have looked at this list before we talked about it. How but I Roll is not bad. Not bad. I'd say it's in the middle half of that album. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. What? What is this? What? Most Glorious Moments. Oh. Fiendishly Inventive Girl Noise. I love like how we girl. did no research on We this. really didn't, but hey. Piece of Me number two, I'll take it. Piece of Me number two is good. I'll take it. Piece yes. of Me number two is good. Where is a showdown in I need to list? go. Th- I'm going to go through and answer all our questions for next podcast. We can say the top 10 has some right turns and some wrong turns. Uh, I do just think if we're going to go big, obvious Britney single, I would rather Baby One More Time be number one. I think Oops should be higher than Lucky. Oh my God! Yes, like how I roll should not be in the top ten conversation. Breathe on me is too low, uh, but you know everyone makes their list. Yeah, I would have loved to see. I, it's shocking that the only like album track on there is how I roll. I know <laughs> that's not like, the album track I'd pick. Yeah, no, there are literally every album track on Blackout is significantly better and, than how I roll. And three is good. Three is nice and, yeah. and catchy. Top and forty, fun. and yeah, top forty, top sure. Top forty, sure. Top forty showdown should be showdown. Uh, we we are both showdown. I mean, fans. and obviously the you know our national anthem phonography. <laughs> yeah, where is where phonography? is phonography? Are bonus <sighs> tracks on there? I don't know, but that is the fact that that was a bonus track and not. A giant, giant single. It's upsetting. Very upsetting. It's upsetting. Yes. When I told you when I first heard that song, I was like, "This is, oh, oh, this is what Gwen Stefani's gonna sound like when she goes solo." Mm. Um, so oh. I don't. <laughs> 
Sorry, Matt Steele just saw the headline. Sam Elliott rants about Jane Campion and Power of the Dog. So apparently there was an interview with Sam. Oh, no. I guess he was on Mark Maron's podcast and he ranted against Power of the Dog and director Jane Campion. First, he calls the movie a piece of shit. Wow. (laughs) And then he makes some incoherent reference to the Chippendales dancers. That's what all these fucking cowboys in the movie look like, Elliott said. They're all running around in chaps and no shirts. There's all these allusions to homosexuality throughout the fucking movie. I think that's what the movie's about, Marin said of the film. (laughs) Uh, And then he went on to say that Campion, a native of New Zealand, was out of her element tackling this particular genre. What the fuck does this woman? She's a brilliant director, by the way. I love her work, previous work. Yeah, as if Sam Elliott has really sat through Bright Star. (laughs) Like, you know, maybe he has, but like if he has problems with the power of the dog, I don't foresee him watching the piano often. (laughs) What the fuck does this woman from down there in New Zealand know about the American West? And why in the fuck does she shoot the movie in New Zealand and call it Montana and say this is the way it was? That fucking rubbed me the wrong way, pal. <laughs> I, what? It's just like sir. You're, enunci- you're enunciating too much. It's more like you won't talk about that piece of shit. <laughs> you know, it's always hard for me to hear Bradley Cooper's brother, Sam Elliott. <laughs> okay, the fact that he's like, oh, it, like this the, is- the, the fact that it was shot in New Zealand is makes it not believable as the Wild Wild West. It's like, sir, sir, you are very good in a Star Is Born. <laughs> I will not take that from you, but like, I I would venture to say that. New Zealand is more believable as the wild, wild west than you are as Bradley Cooper's brother. <laughs> like, they're all movies we've got right. to suspend our we've disbelief. Suspend our disbelief. Like, we were all in that theater when it was announced that Sam Elliott is Bradley Cooper's brother in A Star is Born, and we were all we like, all oh, gasped. Oh, it was oh, all It was all a oh, shock every right. single time. We're going to go with this. All I right. just don't understand. Like, he realizes these aren't real, right? Like, this is, it's mo- this is a movie. Like, well, you've got to calm well, down. And the funny thing is, it's kind of like you also realize that, like, the spaghetti western film, like, those were all filmed in Italy, right? By, like, <laughs> like an a, a Italian director. Right. Like, you you realize that the, the, none of this is you know really I think he was also very upset because like um, he's like oh these cowboys are all nothing these chaps and they're and they walk inside the house and they're chaps and everything and and it's kind of like well that's the point like the right. point is to show like this maybe cowboys didn't do that in real life they took their chaps off I don't know what cowboys do but. Um, but the point is, like, he is such a brutish guy mm. and he's such a gross, disgusting man that, like, he lays in bed in his chaps. Like, that's the whole point of the movie is to show, like, this character's gross, toxic mm. masculinity-ness, you know. And that's literally what the whole point of the movie is about. And those cowboys, like, were not. They didn't, Sam Elliott has never seen a Chippendale in his life. If he thinks <laughs> that is what Chippendales look like, like, yeah. I, I don't know. And, it, also, like, this is a work of fiction, yes? Like, The Power of the Dog is not, like, a historical document. Like, it's not like, oh, we're telling the story of truth. Well, no, but the thing is, it's like, okay, if, if he felt like it wasn't historically accurate, that's one thing. But also, the movie is about, you know, a toxic masculinity through the eyes of, A, the writer of the book who was a gay man, and B, a woman who was the director. So it's right. like, this is what you assholes look like to gay men and women, Okay. <laughs> It's a little exaggerated, maybe, but right. like this is why it's the same way when a, a straight director directs like sexy females and they're like, you know, really exaggerated right. and everything because it's through their lens. Right. Um, he, I'm sure he wouldn't complain about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so I found this whole conversation 
so funny. It's just, <laughs> I mean, when you take out the the subtle, it, it's it's funny until you think like, is this a little homophobic? It's what it feels like from you know. the outside looking in. I've not seen the power of the dog, and like you know, don't care about Sam Elliott one way or the other. It jumps out as homophobic. <laughs> it jumps out as homophobic and misogynist. It's like so you hate this woman, but you love her previous work that you clearly have not seen. Uh, you hate the fact that there are allusions to homosexuality in the movie when like, the movie's literally about uh, a homosexual. Right. Cowboy and like his self-loathing and it's 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 just like guys maybe we don't like how old is Sam Sammy I I'm not sure maybe he's done with interviews Beyonce's <laughs> done he could be done hey you know he had, had a good run with interviews he I did guess. you know the fact that but it's not the fact that he was just like oh no I don't like this movie he was the fact that he's calls the movie a piece of right. shit like that right. is a, like a movie would have to be really offensive to me personally right. for me to call a movie a piece of shit like I I've said you know oh I didn't like this movie or oh I like hated this movie or right. whatever but like the fact that you a famous person is publicly Set calling the like number one rated movie of the year a piece of shit. It's mm. like that's a little aggressive and kind of hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just because you don't really get that in the movie industry, like everyone is known to be very supportive, even if they don't like things. Right. Like they're very quiet about it. Um, uh, just you know because they want to support each other. But uh, he was very open and honest he about was. it, which is was kind of refreshing. But uh, then you kind of homophobic. But then then you think, oh no, it it is kind of homophobic, right? And so you're like, oh well, I I had a good laugh. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If it made you laugh, it did something. He's like, you you didn't like it, and he's like, fuck no. Oh my god! It's like, all right, let's Um, go. Normani's new single comes out in 18 days. The follow up to uh, her Cardi B assisted Wild Side is called Fair, and it's coming out on March 18th. Very exciting. And also, what's the album coming out? If I knew that, I would tell you. <laughs> like, like that is literally single okay for anyone who likes Normani. That's the question you cannot ask. All right, it's like asking a Rihanna fan when the album's coming. It's like you don't think I'm thinking that right now. Did you see the video? This is off oh, the topic. Which is that video where she walks in to whatever gala she's at, and someone's just like, "You're late, you're late," and she just turns and she just goes. No, no shit. shit. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. It's so good. Yeah, this is why movie people are very different from music people. Right. Rihanna could get away with that. <laughs> Sam Elliott couldn't get away no, with that. No. And also, I heard, I actually just read this before our uh, Twitch began, but uh, a new Dua Lipa and Megan The Stallion single is coming out on Friday. Oh my god, this girl's just cranking out music. I know. And it's also like, I love it because there were so many mashups of like, oh, I wish the Levitating remix featured Megan Thee Stallion and people like doing a mashup of her verse. And of course the baby, you know, is a fucking mess. (laughs) And so you'd much rather work with the Megan Thee Stallion. And um, so I'm glad they actually got together and they put... Uh, I'd rather work. I'd rather have Sam Elliott featured on that song than DaBaby. I mean, I would say no to both. (laughs) I would say no to both. So excited that that's coming. Um, Did you read that article about the Madonna biopic? (laughs) I didn't read the article, but I saw that she was putting them through the ring. I saw she's putting them through the ring or the the final list of people. It seems to be like the people auditioning for this Madonna biopic include Florence Pugh, Julia Garner, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria, Barbie Ferreira from Euphoria, BB Rexa, which I found surprising, Alexa Dim 
Miami, Adessa Young, Sky Ferreira, Emma Laird, I don't know her, um, are all reportedly auditioning. And like from what I understand of the piece, that she's making the girls do like 11 hour choreography auditions, auditions with her choreographer, auditions with Madonna specifically, singing auditions, just like they have to be able to do it all. And it's like, you know, we love everyone. We love Madonna. Yes. How rigorous are these singing auditions? <laughs> Like, this isn't the You moment. know, she trained a lot for Evita. I bet she did. And she sounds good on the Ray of Light album, but, like, I wouldn't. She's not fucking Whitney Houston. Like, and you couldn't, like, have her just lip sync. I don't know. I mean, I look forward to seeing what this is going to be. I am concerned because she's directing and writing and doing everything. She already fired Diablo Cody. I love that she's directing and writing. I'm so excited. It's going to be crazy. I mean, it just is like, is what percent chance is it going to be good? I don't know, but it is going to be crazy. It's I'm going exci- to be crazy. I'm excited. It's like cats. It's like you just got to go in and be like, yes. if there's a way you get me to not want to watch something, say it's like cats. I mean, the thing is like, you know, Shay, she cares about who is going to play her in the biopic and everything. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like these like this rigorous audition process, this doesn't sound any more rigorous than like trying to put together a self tape for some auditions <laughs> that some actors have. To I do. hope that doesn't take you 11 hours. It, there, I, it takes hours. Really? So, yeah, especially if you can't find a reader and you have to be like your own reader, oh. record the background vocals and overlay them you're good at that though i've seen you do it it's very impressive i'm phenomenal at it but it takes forever oh um and you gotta set up you gotta balance the camera on the books on the chair Mm. it's like it's horrible and terrible and so if i have to do it these girls should have to do it too (laughs) i hope you don't feel bad this is like when we watch that fucking please they're getting the auditions of their lives like i would i would give anything to be at this audition right now i mean madonna pick me i was gonna say are you the next madonna i don't know hey I, i bet she'd consider it she'd probably be like He's interesting. <laughs> oh, God. Um, the first round of Oscar presenters has been revealed. Lady Gaga is going to be at the Oscars presenting. Yes. Along with Kevin Costner, Zoe Kravitz, Rosie Perez, Chris Rock. Yo Jung Yoon. She won her. Best Supporting Actress. And the, for what film? For uh, the Minari. Oh, which you still oh, have not oh, seen. I have not seen Minari. Yes, and, you, and you and Jackson were talking about uh, when I got the screener for it. Oh. You were like, oh, let us borrow the screener, let us borrow the screener. And you guys never did. I, You're just forgetting Best Supporting Actress Oscar when it was left or right I today. know, it really is really Mira bad. Sorvina, Yo Yoon. I know. Who's going to be next? Mary Steenburgen? I would never forget. Maureen Stapleton? Of course you wouldn't forget either. <laughs> um, Lindsay Lohan's coming to Netflix. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, she got a two. Speaking of future Best Supporting Actress Oscar winner. It's nice to dream. Uh, hey. She has two new Netflix movies coming out after her first Christmas movie. And so um, two year deal with Netflix and a new creative partnership that was announced by the streaming giant today. Netflix released a statement saying we're so happy with our collaboration with Lindsay to date and we're thrilled to continue our partnership with her. We look forward to bringing more of her films to our members around the world. That's exciting. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how she's doing. I mean, Lindsay Lohan is a really talented actress and, and right. I, you know, she had a moment and I hope everything is good. That's the thing. She's I just feeling good. I need to see her again. What was she? She was in a biopic. Yes, she was in Liz and Dick. Liz and Dick. Called. I feel like I watched that. Yes, and that was tough. You know, but it that gave was us, a couple it gave years us a ago. Great, a great gift oh. of I'm bored. I'm I bored. Am so bored. I do love that gift, and it has been a minute. And um, she also had an MTV reality show for a second there. Did she? Um, yes, Lindsay Lohan's like Beach Club. It was trying to be MTV's Vanderpump Rules, and it was all about the employees working at her Beach Club. But she was there. I completely forgot about that. Occurred. And then she had that viral video where she was dancing, dancing like on yes. the boat or whatever. She's lived a thousand lives. She has, she and really we're has. excited for this new life, this new Netflix moment for her. Yes, I'm excited to see. 
see what happens. All right, let's see what else. An I Am Legend sequel is happening with Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan. All I know about that movie, I did not see it, was but it, it made me late to class freshman year of college. <laughs> How so did it make you late to class? Because they were filming in Washington Square oh. Park for like a month. And so you always had to walk around the park because it was all closed off. Oh. Yeah, there was even a Facebook group. Remember when like Facebook groups existed? I do remember uh, that. And one of the groups was an NYU group that was like, uh, um, uh, Will Smith made me late to my class at, <laughs> at whatever hall. That's cute. Yeah. All right. Good times. Um, there's a new Chloe single coming called Treat Me. She okay. put out a clip of it. That's going to be great. Um, I think that might be it for News for Idiots. Is there any other news that I might have missed this week? You know, I really have no clue. It's no It's clue. been a nothing of a week. I mean, but we made it through and that's what's important. We're, we're alive. We're here. I'm yes. COVID negative. I got a haircut. Hey, those sound like wins to me. Those are absolutely wins. Absolutely they are. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more Two Gay Mats, the podcast. Well, here we are. We are back again. Welcome back to Two Gay Mats, the podcast. And we have no idea what segment this is going to be. We're just going to go with it. And that's because we may not have gotten any emails this past week, which is fine. It's yes. been an off week for all of us, yes. for news for idiots, for us personally. But we do have a Twitch stream going where we we're talking do. about a lot of different things. And they're giving us questions. And as you heard from the beginning of the podcast... One of the questions started a fight. It did. And so, okay, let me just take you back. All right. You know, 50 minutes ago. Okay. Someone asks us, what is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? I begin going through. I begin describing. And I'm like, oh, yes. And one I really like is trefoils. Trefoils are great. They are shortbread cookies. There's nothing not to like about them. They're always the one I go for when I see a Girl Scout moment. Samoas I like as well. And that's still. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I, you know, I'm happy that you're happy. Uh-huh. I still insist that trefoil is not a real it word. It is real. a real phrase. It is a real I'm, phrase. I'm so sorry that you love such dry. <laughs> Tasteless. It's like I've, I've, you know, I've ranted about vanilla on here before. I love vanilla as well. Just like this is just not a flavor that resonates with my taste buds. I'm so sorry about that. I've said multiple times on here. I do not like sweet things that have no flavor. Like animal crackers to me are the worst. Animal crackers are amazing. Animal crackers are the worst thing on the planet. They are literally shortbread. Is very is like animal cracker adjacent. Tree foil. See that? That's weird. That's not not tree. Is it tree trefoil? No, it's tree. I feel like that's a French word and I feel like it's not pronounced It is pronounced. You can't say something (laughs) is not what it is when I've told you it's what it is and shown you a picture. Well, anyway, (laughs) I I could eat a shortbread cookie. I could not stomach an animal cracker. Um, But anything in that sort of family, like caramel or like sprinkles, like stuff like that, like Italian biscotti cookies are just like so gross to me. I think the thing is, it's for a more advanced palate. Like if you can taste the subtlety and the beauty of a plain cracker cookie something that's just giving you a little sweetness on the tongue it's really just you know making you feel happy and warm and cozy and not overwhelming you with taste and flavor that's like really doing too much see okay like, here's the thing I I don't think it's a, a subtlety of the palate type thing like sophisticated palate thing blah I blah blah I think you're being a snob about that <laughs> I am not because I love a, a, a sophisticated taste like what if, if it is like a what more, sophisticated taste literally do you my love? favorite food on the planet besides soup oh my god besides green apples are, oh. are plain pretzels. 
Yeah, so but if, so if something is a so if something is a well, more bland taste, I prefer it to be savory or like a little um, like bitter or a little um, uh, what's it sour? Like like if it's something is subtle, but a subtle I, sweet flavor, I can't do. I it. would not call pretzels subtle in the slightest. They are covered in salt. Okay, no, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Go, but like a plain bread situation, like I could just like. To me, like, very few things on this earth taste better than, like, a rye bread. Ugh. Ugh. Like, just like... And the thing is that people in California don't appreciate, or people all over the country besides, like, the Northeast Coast, I feel Mm. like, don't appreciate the flavor of bread enough. (laughs) Flavor of bread. The delicious flavor of bread. Like, the fact that people, like, leave the crust of their pizza and do not eat it. It's like, how dare you? I wouldn't do that. And the fact that people feel like they need to always, like, dip their fries in something. It's like... I don't always... No, no. Nothing is better than just a plain French fry. You know what's like, better than that? What? A fucking shortbread cookie. Listen. Because it's giving you just a little mm. sweetness. It's a dessert. It's like it's like you feel classy when you have a little little coffee after dinner and your little shortbread oh, see, cookie. See, I hate coffee too. This but. is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is just a more sophisticated palate than I have. And I think that's fine that you need something to bang you over the head. You want like a big chocolate no, sprinkle no, moment. It's, no, it's uh, what did I say about sprinkles, you, girl? You like chocolate, darling, don't you? I do love chocolate. Yes. Chocolate is great. Because but it's overwhelming. No, it's not overwhelming. Okay. It's just, it's just a little. It, it's not the subtlety that's the problem. It's the subtle sweet. Why? What's wrong with subtle and sweet? What's subtle wrong and with sweet that? is just gross to me. I, I don't like it. I think it gives, it highlights the texture. That's why. It's why I don't like whipped cream. I think whipped cream is disgusting. Like whipped cream ugh. is great. It's like an act. It's like a. It's like a violent taste in my mouth. Violent. Like, just, you don't think that's a little aggressive that you find the taste violent? violent? Listen, Sam Elliott is dramatic, and so am I. Oh my gosh! I you love are, that you want to be Sam Elliott. Now when you, you grow up Talk about how <laughs> Shitty whipped cream I know Can't wait till you grow up And become yeah. a homophobe too yeah. It's gonna be a great day I'm For ho- all of us I'm homophobic against so whipped cream So I don't care If every listener And every Twitch watcher At the moment Disagrees with me Because you know what I know I'm right And I can look at myself In the mirror Tonight and tomorrow morning Thanks all Well one person on Twitch Does agree with you That shortbread is good <laughs> Does Matt work for shortbread cookies Sorry I don't want to Just read the comments I don't But I'm right about them. Also, how your favorite flavor of cake is like vanilla with vanilla frosting. I do like it. No, it's I'm just an, it's a classic. Also, I'm not a I'm also not a cookie person. I don't love cookies. Like They're a, a little cookie. dry for me. <laughs> They're a little, you know, you know. What I lo- dessert do you like? You know, my favorite dessert is Jello. <laughs> like I'm sitting here with an eight year old. My Le- God, Jello is fucking great. I, I like Jello as well, but oh, again, I'm classic. an adult. King, king. It's not king it's of king. desserts. It's Jello is king. All like right. Well, oh, you know, I I like a fruitier. I like fruit. Oh, you like some fruity shock. Oh, oh, who's homophobic now? <laughs> Look, it was right there. What am I supposed to do? Uh, so, what other questions did we have? I don't on, know. On that, the, I mean, I think we're all here <laughs> talking about the shortbread, and I will scroll back up at your rude comments later because I can't have them at the moment. I did think of something else. I did this week. Oh, what did you do this week? Tell the people. <laughs> I'm taking care of my friend's cat. Like oh, I'm, I'm right. You told me you were I'm gonna going do that. to her apartment because she's out of town, and I'm like feeding her cat. And How she, was that? she is putting me through the ringer with it. She is making me every time I go there. I go there twice a day. Okay. I turn on a movie for the cat. What? Uh, yeah, the, apparently the cat likes to watch television. Oh my god! Uh, and guess what movie? Um, I turn on for the cat every single time. West Side Story. Devos available now. <laughs> 
I love that you're using this as a promotional opportunity to get a cat to watch to your get, film. To get those streams. Hey, you know? listen, thank you, Charlie the cat. We love you. But yeah, I have to like turn on the radio. The cat likes the music. Got to open the blinds during the day and close them at night. I mean, that part I get because, you know, you're basically taking care of the home. But like, it's, I mean, I don't have pets. Mm-hmm. But it's hard for me to do things in being like, oh, well, the cat really likes when the, like <laughs> the, this scent is coming from the Glade plug in. It's like this thing. It's a it's a fucking cat. Yeah, like, the cat is just like happy to be alive. Exactly. And honestly, the cat is happiest that you are just out of town and <laughs> are leaving her uh, the damn alone. Mm. Like because cats don't like people. <laughs> I mean, I the thing is, cats. I feel like they like the food and they feel like they can grow to like their people, but it's not like dogs where they're like, I fucking love you from the first time we met. Yes. Okay. Well, cats love people for like a couple seconds and then they're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. They, they, you know, some people are cat people, some people are dog people. I think as a person, I can be a little cat-esque when I'm first meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I feel like with people I love, I am more dog-esque. I am loyal. I am yeah. always there. And I you're, will- you're a little goldfish-esque when it comes to best supporting actress <laughs> winners. <laughs> that is is all true. I will forget that immediately that happens. But um, yeah, I feel like I respect cats in that way. Like, I'm oh, like yeah. I like that I uh, you don't automatically love me just for existing. No, you I have feel to earn like it. You yeah. gotta earn it. And, and sometimes you I can try that. to earn it. You can try to earn it and you will still never earn that and respect. That's, sometimes you're trying too much. They can mm. smell the effort. You have to really like meet them where they are. And like, that's the great thing. Like that's like the, I mean, it's the funny thing with cats is mm. like you don't pet them. They like pet you like they they rub up against you and then the second you like try to put your hand on them they're like what the fuck (laughs) and then like then you're like okay I guess you don't want to be pet anymore and then they rub up against you again and you're like let me try this again and they're like what the fuck I know and it has to be on their terms they want to be in control of the situation hey Good for them. I know, truly. Yeah, and so and Charlie the cat, you know, she looked at me today and she was like, "Who the fuck are you?" And <laughs> does I she just, like you by the time you leave because you've done all her favorite things or whatever? She doesn't hate me. All right, I love that. That's well, t- from a cat, I'll take that. How long are you, uh, cat? Sitting, not sitting really, but like taking care of this. Oh, family. I just chill with Cat for like for with Charlie for like twenty minutes. But when does your friend come back? Uh, Monday. Monday. Okay. Yes. That's, that's so just tomorrow. I'm about to see Charlie uh, tonight. And uh, is it Charlie with an I or just or an IE? I think it's with an IE. Mm, okay. Yes. Uh, and so I'm about to see her in uh, after we done get done with this podcast, and I hope uh, she's still alive. I hope that because if well. Charlie dies while my friend is gone, I. I, I can't be the one to call no, my friend. No, I can't, that's, I can't be that's the one honestly that. one of the reasons why I would hate having to um, take care of someone's pet while they were away. Because like if something happened, even if it wasn't my fault, it would be my fault, you yes. know, and I don't I don't. That's so much pressure. I, I pressure. can't have that weight on my shoulders. No. So, uh, so Matt Steele. Yes. I have a question for you. OK. <laughs> what? Has been giving you moments, darling. Um, okay, so there are, I guess, like a couple things I can talk about. I'm excited. First, I'll only talk about this for five seconds because you are all so tired of hearing about Big Brother. Like, <laughs> you don't want to hear this shit anymore from me. But, like, I have to say that I started Big Brother Canada. Yes. Now that Celebrity Big Brother's over, I started season one of Big Brother Canada, which aired in 2013, I believe, around this time mm-hmm. of year, March. Um, it's fucking great. Really? <laughs> it's really, really good. The cast is really good. And they, the, they do really interesting interesting things to you know as far as like twists go Hmm. which like can put some people at a disadvantage which like we don't like it when like the twist really negatively affects someone but Mm. like after having a bunch of seasons where it feels like nothing's happening it's so great to see it uh, like done um like this one girl one one head of household and uh she had to go to the head of household room right away and the host 
was like, surprise, you have to make your nominations right now on the spot. And she was like, oh, God. And so she was up in her room talking herself through it because she had five minutes to do it. But what she didn't know was that a camera was on her broadcast to the rest of the house as she was making these decisions. No. Her whole thought process was being process was being brought up, like broadcast to the rest of the house. So it's just like, you know what? It's a very unfair. (laughs) But damn it. It's great. Like, it's so good. Um, The next thing I will say, the State of the Union address, it was just so wonderful seeing a sane, kind human being making a speech and being like, he knows what he's doing. It's great. Uh, It was just so lovely. It's just like like, the fact that we lived through that man as our president so recently and for as long as we did is like. It's horrifying. Like, it's truly like a fever dream that that even happened. Oh, it feels like it didn't even happen. But right. like the fact that like, you know, we're still like trying to clean up after everything. Of course is, we are. Is, you know, which is what makes it us remember. Oh, yes, it did happen. Yes. We can't forget about this. No, so, so happy Joe Biden is the president. He gave a wonderful speech. It was wonderful to watch. So that gave me some moments. I was like, yay. yay. <laughs> I was like, yay, sanity. And like, I don't know, empathy <laughs> and like kindness. Right. And just knowledge. What novel ideas for a president. I know. Crazy. Crazy. <sighs> what was giving? What were giving you moments? Well, I also I feel like I'm talking about my reality show as much as you know Matt Steele is these days, but I must say that the reunion of Love Is Blind was so wild. I okay, I do not want to spoil. So if you have not seen the finale or uh, the reunion of Love Is Blind, skip this part <laughs> because I'm about to talk about it. Shake, who was going to be getting married to Deep T before Deep T was like, I will not marry you. You have been talking shittily about my body this whole season. I know Uh, they go to the reunion and Shake literally from the get go will not shut the fuck up. Like he's jumping into like they're not even talking about his story with Deep D. He's jumping into everyone else's stories. I mean, like, well, I mean, if we're all being honest, you probably just did that because you were trying to stay on the show. And like, you know, and this show isn't even about finding a wife. It's about like, you know, I I would want it to be love is blurry because we all have our own preferences physically. Like I do want to like be able to easily carry a woman on my shoulders at a thing. And so I've decided, even though I he showed growth throughout the show on this superficial issue, he's like, I'm doubling down on how I was at the beginning, Mm -hmm. like a true villain choice. And it's like, okay. I don't know if he's doing this just to be a real life troll and like upset everyone, but it seemed like everyone on stage was against him. There's this girl, Shayna, who literally went to this guy, Shane, and was like, you and your, you know, wife are have such a fake relationship and we all know it. And she came off smelling like roses because Shake was such a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Everyone on stage was like being talking about how horrible he was and he never shut the fuck up until Deep Dew was like, I let you into my home and you met my parents and they had to watch you talking about disgust, like talking about my body in such a disgusting way this entire season. And you haven't changed at all. And like, all all I can say is like, there's a reason everyone on the stage fucking hates you. Yeah. Like there's just a reason. That's all you have to say. It's like, as much as Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey are mostly useless throughout uh, the entire season of this show, Vanessa was like, you, I really thought you had grown and you are still such a piece of shit. You are just looking for someone to fuck and you are looking over this incredible goddess with a beautiful soul, a beautiful heart. And Shake is like, look, 
I can't help who I'm attracted to. Like, if I'm being honest, every girl here is a beautiful woman. Everyone here is gorgeous. But the only person I'm attracted to is Vanessa, meaning the host, Nick Lachey's wife. Oh, my God. And it's like, bitch, That's Jake, a have you seen a mirror? Like, you are a five at best. And this is before your personality, which knocks you down a million pegs. It makes you so sick to watch. And it's like, what is your long-term goal? Like, are you doing this just to upset people, just to get... Like followers or viewership because like your actual reputation is going to be so harmed. So many eyes are on this. And the fact that you had this like format to kind of say I was an asshole and I take responsibility for what I did. And mm-hmm. I, I, I watched so, it over. And I've thought about like, it and I just don't want. He was like, no, I've decided to double down on being the worst person on planet Earth. So he is the he's like my villain of all time, an awful person. I mean, the fact that all she had to do was say, "Look at how people are reacting yeah. to you." Yeah, and that's she won the argument, right? <laughs> like, whew. and it was exciting because there was a surprise. Like, Deep D might have a man, and a man who was also on the show. I again don't want to spoil for people who watch. Okay, I'm excited, but I. It, it was it, it was actually a very good season of television. I was very invested. Shake is just the worst person I've ever seen it, with my own eyes. Um, and I, but I really enjoyed the show, and I couldn't recommend it enough. Well, shit, shit, man. I would watch it if I wasn't already watching so much old reality TV. <laughs> my roommate comes home like every night, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, Matt's stealing his natural habitat," and it's either me. Like watching an episode of reality TV that's over 10 years old. Of course. Or me sitting at the table eating a piece of fruit. <laughs> I love those are your two modes. That those are my two modes I at mean, night. That does seem right. And he's just like, this is all I see you do. <laughs> um, and after Nav Love is Blind is over, I'm going to finish up Succession. We have uh, two episodes left to watch, and my mom is actually cutting the cord, and so I need to finish watching this HBO Max shit. Quickly. Oh, no. Because it's about to be gone. Mrs. Uh, Palmer, no. It's, it's the right move. <laughs> like, I cut the cord years ago, and it's for the best. Um, but then I think I am going to try to dive into Euphoria. Okay. And I'm like, what is that going to be like? Is it going to be really intense for me? You know, I don't like dark stuff. I don't like drugs. I want people to be happy. But maybe I'll enjoy it. I know it's fictional. And yeah. I want to support Zendaya. It's very intense. Like, the acting is really, really great. Did you watch the first season? I watched the first season. But yeah. you haven't watched the second yet. I, no, I watched the first season because um, I was flirting with a guy at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> The best reason to do anything. And he was like, you should really watch Euphoria. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so going to. Oh my God. And so I watched watched Euphoria for a guy, which is so pathetic. Was he in L.A.? Um, he had like just recently moved out of LA, but he like still had friends in LA. So like he could come to town. Hey, are you in touch? No, not for a while. But what are you going to do? Um, but I did enjoy the first season and I was very much like when it first came out, I was like, I'm not watching this because I'm very like not about like, oh, we're teenagers and we all do drugs. Right. We all have sex. Right. Blah, blah. But like, it's like, no, this is great. <laughs> like, it's really like the <laughs> way right. the story was told was really interesting. And I was really invested. Well, so hey, you should probably once I get to season two, we should be like staying up to date, even though we're already behind we are way. Behind. So we can talk to the podcast about it. It seems like people like it and love it. And so I would love to talk about it on the show. Yeah. Are we going to be like my friend who like started Game of Thrones, like season one? Like two well, two years ago, and was posting like Instagram stories, no. and it's like, girl, you are you're, like <laughs> you this, missed it. This I'm is so more current sorry. than that. We're only two seasons behind. People are, and honestly, it's not coming back until 2024. So people are gonna want to hear other people's thoughts about what 
the show is right now. True. So, we could put up hey. the, the euphoria uh, reaction stuff like now yeah. and then like two years from now when the new season comes out, people will be right on find time. us again and then the video will go viral. <laughs> These are all good ideas. These are great ideas. Oh, guys. Well, I think that's it for me. Is there anything else you need to tell the people? No. No. Well, guys. Fuck no. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, Fuck no. I'm going to say goodbye to you all and to Sam Elliott. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We'll be back next week with more 2K Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.